Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. In today's video, I'm going to continue going through my rookie rankings for the 2022 draft class. So a few days ago, I put out like my round one rankings. So basically like the 101 through the 112, put a player at every spot, and that's how I kind of rank them. So in this video, I'll be going through round two. So, you know, going through number 13 through 24 overall. And let's just jump right into it. Starting off at the 201, I have George Pickens, and he's a guy that I actually ranked a little bit lower in my wide receiver rankings, but he's kind of steadily moving his way up, and I think I moved him up two spots ahead of both Olave and Jahan Donson, and even though he didn't have like the perfect finish to his collegiate career, you know, he didn't have a great sophomore season and then tore his ACL before the 2021 season, which kind of limited him obviously down the stretch, played in four or five games, but just wasn't super productive which I think you know, you'd know you probably expect coming off of that serious of an injury. But when I'm just looking at his ceiling, it is so high. He produced at a very high level as a freshman. You know, He caught 49 passes for 727 yards and eight touchdowns. And that was you know not against some weak conference. That was against tough SEC competition. He's six foot three, 200 pounds. I just think he has the potential to be an alpha wide receiver in the NFL. Right now, it looks like Pickens is gonna be a day two pick. So round two, round three, but I really wouldn't be shocked if his stock starts to rise as we get closer to draft day. You know, we'll see how he looks at the combine, if the players are even going to go to that, and then his pro day, because I do think he's definitely a guy who's going to be a riser as opposed to falling from his current draft price. At the 202, I've got another receiver. It is Chris Olave. I expect Olave to be a first round pick in rookie drafts. He's probably going to be, you know, late first. I'm just a little bit lower on him. And every receiver I've ranked ahead of him, I think has the potential to be a top 12 fantasy wide receiver. And I just don't know if that is in the cards for Chris Olave. Don't get me wrong. He is a very good receiver. I think he's going to be a good receiver at the NFL level. But as a senior at Ohio State, he was the wide receiver three, was outperformed by both a sophomore and a junior. So I just don't know if he has that elite level ceiling like a guy like George Pickens could have. I think probably the best case scenario for Chris Olave would be to land on a good offense where he can slot in as like a really, really solid wide receiver too. You know, some examples would be like the Packers. If Rodgers returns, they bring back Devontae Adams. You slot Chris Olave in there as the wide receiver too. I think he would be a fantasy stud. Maybe a team like the Chargers, if they don't re-sign Mike Williams, you know, pair him with Keenan Allen but just two kind of examples there. And then for the third straight wide receiver at the 203, I have Jahan Dotson. And there's really a lot to like here with Dotson. He produced as a sophomore, you know, fairly solid production, but then went out his junior and senior year and was absolutely dominant. He's a super, super explosive athlete, and he does have the ability to win all over the field. I'd say the main concern for Dotson is his size. He's listed at five foot eleven. 184 pounds. Not really sure if I'm buying that 5'11". You know, if he's 5'10 at the combine or his pro day, I don't think it'd be a huge deal. But when you start getting to that like 5'9", 5'8 range, it's just going to be tough to be a stud wide receiver at the next level. So we'll just kind of see how that plays out. Now off the wide receiver position at the 204, I have Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. He's kind of the start of the second tier of running back behind, you know, the Brees Halls, Isaiah Spiller, and Kenneth Walker. He was Notre Dame's workhorse 
the past two seasons. I'd say probably the biggest red flag for Kyron Williams is his size, 5'9", 195 pounds, significantly smaller than most of the other top running backs in this class, which is definitely not ideal for a three down back. But you know, in the second round of rookie drafts, every running back is going to be flawed in some way. I would say that Kyron Williams is arguably the best pass catching running back in this class, but he's also very solid on the ground. And I do think he's kind of under the radar, very solid in between the tackles, which is something you don't think he would be great at, you know, being 5'9", sub 200 pounds. What I like about Kyron Williams is that, you know, he may not be a slam dunk, three down, you know, workhorse back in the NFL, but I feel like his floor is like a really solid receiving back because we know he can do that, but he does have that extra upside, you know, if he does get the opportunity to be the number one for a team, just like a guy like Austin Eckler did. You know, I feel like that's like his peak, peak ceiling, but you know, for every Austin Eckler, there's a ton of other just standard receiving, you know, third down backs. Now with the 205, I have Rashad White, and he's another running back who is a very capable receiver out of the backfield. He kind of bounced around early in his collegiate career before arriving at Arizona State, but when he got there as a junior, he produced right away. Even though he is a very solid receiver out of the backfield and was very involved in that area in college, he is still built like your prototypical three down back, six foot two, 210 pounds. You know, if he gets up there, 215, 220, you're looking at an absolute tank at the running back position. I would just say that right now, the biggest thing that is holding back White is his current draft stock. I think I originally did have Rashad White ahead of Kyron Williams in my running back rankings, but the more I'm kind of looking into potential draft capital, it does look like Kyron Williams is going to be a potential day two pick. I don't know if that is in the cards for Rashad White. So, you know, the opportunity may just be different between those two players. Because if Rashad White does go, you know, on day three, you know, maybe fourth round's fine, but you start getting into fifth, sixth, seventh, could definitely limit his overall opportunities. And just, you know, he may never get a chance to lead a backfield if the draft capital is not there. Here at the 206, we are back to the wide receiver position with Christian Watson. And he's honestly not the typical wide receiver I like to target. You know, his production profile is not fantastic. He had kind of questionable competition coming out of North Dakota State. You're obviously not playing, you know, the elite corners there. But like I mentioned with the running backs, you know, at this point in the draft, there's not going to be any slam dunk options. And Christian Watson looked like he was going to be like a late day three pick before he showed up to the senior bowl and absolutely balled out. Not talking about in the game, you know, he was solid, but practices all week long. I mean, he was just cooking these corners who are going to be drafted and likely playing on Sundays. So he went out, he showed he can compete with the top competition, even though he is coming out of, you know, a smaller school. Remember that is where Trey Lance went. So we did play a little bit with Trey Lance. But when you look at him physically, I mean, he is what every team is looking for at this day and age in the NFL. He's 6'4", 6'5", over 200 pounds, and just an athletic freak. So, you know, when we see him test at the Combine, or at his pro day, I feel like, you know, his draft stock is only going to rise. And I'm pretty confident right now that he is going to be a day two pick, whether it's round two or round three. And with that draft capital and that size, he could definitely be a big time producer at the NFL level. We've got another wide receiver here at the 207. It is Justin Ross out of Clemson. He definitely, you know, has a flawed profile with some red flags, but he has some crazy high ceiling. So Justin Ross broke out as a freshman 
caught 46 passes for 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns. Once again, against pretty solid competition, he had Trevor Lawrence throwing him the ball, and that is over 20 yards per reception. He took a little bit of a step back as a sophomore, but was still very solid, you know, produced. Then he missed the entire 2020 season with a neck and spine issue. Obviously, that's probably the most concerning injury you could have as an NFL player. That is not stuff you want to mess around with. He then returned in 2021, and you know, he was okay, but he really was not set up for success with DJ. It's like Ungalele at quarterback. Everyone thought he was going to be a stud, did not produce. So not having good quarterback play, it definitely limited Justin Ross as a senior. There's obviously a lot of risk here. He's not going to get the elite draft capital, and there may be some you know, concern with that neck spine issue, but I do think the upside of Justin Ross is worth the risk here in like the mid-second round. At the 208, I have Tyler Algier, who is a fairly well-rounded prospect, BYU's workhorse running back the past two seasons. In 2021, Algier absolutely balled out, totaled 1,800 scrimmage yards and 23 touchdowns. Algier actually got some reps at linebacker during his time at BYU, and you can see that with his frame. 5'11", so not super tall, but 220 pounds, just built like an absolute tank. He's a very physical runner and is very explosive in the open field. He's also honestly a fairly competent receiver out of the backfield, which I think kind of goes under the radar a little bit. Draft capital will likely be a determining factor here, whether he moves up or down these rankings. If he's like a third, fourth round, I feel like he may move up. If he's fifth, sixth, seventh, then may slot down a few slots. Now we're kind of getting into like this second or maybe third tier of quarterback group. So I had four quarterbacks go in the first round. I believe in order it was Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, and then Sam Howell. Here at the 209, I have Desmond Ritter. He is my quarterback five. Looks like he is going to be a day two pick, a four-year starter at Cincinnati. He definitely made some large improvements heading into the 2021 season where he threw for 3,334 yards, 30 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. He also added 355 yards and six touchdowns on the ground. I do think he's firmly behind that group of quarterbacks that I just mentioned, but I do think he should still be like a second, probably late second round pick in rookie drafts if he is given that solid draft capital. And then right behind him, I have my final quarterback here in the first two rounds, Carson Strong at the 210, just a pure pocket passer, six foot three, 220, 225 pounds. He's not going to give you any production with his legs, but he can sling it a little bit. In the 2021 season, he threw for 4,186 yards, 36 touchdowns, and eight interceptions with a 70.2% completion percentage. I honestly think landing spot could play a large factor in strong success because if you put him on a team where he's able to sit back with a solid offensive line and some capable weapons and just kind of read the field and deal, I think he could definitely find success. But if you bring him in, throw him in as a starter and ask him to do too much right away, I think it could be an absolute disaster. At the 211, I have the first tight end coming off the board. It is Trey McBride. He's obviously the number one tight end in my rankings, a senior out of Colorado State. And in 12 games this past year, McBride caught 90 passes for 1,121 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that is sensational production at the tight end position for a college athlete. And aside from the low touchdown numbers, 
McBride was a massive part of the passing attack. He actually doubled Colorado State's number two pass catcher in yards and receptions. So he was so clearly by far and away the number one target on this team. He has the NFL size, six foot four, 260 pounds. He may not, you know, be an elite athlete, but I do think he's going to be above league average. So maybe he lacks, you know, the elite ceiling of a guy like George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, those guys. But I think he could totally slot in as like a mid-tier tight end one, you know, at some point in his career. And I don't see why he couldn't, you know, be a top 12 tight end consistently. And now the final player in these rankings at the 212, I have Wandell Robinson. And I think I'm likely going to be lower on him than most people. And a lot of it is just going to come down to his size. He is listed at 5'10", 185 pounds. But I bet when he's measured at the combine or his pro day, he's probably going to be closer to 5'8". He did ball out his junior year, caught 104 passes for 1,334 yards and 7 touchdowns. He's a fantastic playmaker with the ball in his hands. But just going back to that size, if you're not used perfectly, you know, with that skill set, it's just going to be tough to produce at the next level. As we saw with Rondell Moore, I mean, Moore balled out in college, was a sensational athlete, and still just couldn't really find his footing as a rookie. So that's the concern. But if he comes in at 5'10", maybe even 5'9", I may move him up a little bit. But if he's shorter than that, I just feel like I'm not going to have many shares because they're just too much risk. And he is explosive enough that someone is going to reach for him probably, you know, mid second round, maybe late second round, but hopefully there would be some better options available. But that is going to wrap it up for round two of my rankings. Thank you guys for sticking, you know, through this entire thing. If you enjoyed it, just do me a favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But thank you all again, and I'll see you in the next one.